Welcome back to Thoughts If It Were You, Food for Thought by Neogentrix. Now, I remember last time I talked about your personal appearance. And I did say that we were going to start a whole new segment here, and it's going to be basically on communication and how to have basically good uh, communication, not only with your peers, but with people around you, you in your community, and or um, your coworkers. okay? But before I go more in-depth into this, even though I've already covered how your personal appearance can affect your communication, let's stop and think about what is communication? <laughs> a very simple question, yet with a not-so-very-simple explanation. The definition, however, is fairly simple, okay? First off, let's start with this. Communication is simply the act of transferring information from one place to another. Doesn't matter if it's people, if it's a thing, if it's school, if it's a paper. It's still communication, okay? And although this, like I said, is a simple definition, you know, when we think about how we communicate, the subject becomes a lot more complex, okay? There are various categories of communication, and more than one may occur at any time or simultaneously, okay? Uh, the, there are the different categories of communication include, but are not limited to, uh, spoken or verbal communication. This is basically being face-to-face -face, uh, via the telephone, uh, radio, television, or basically any other kind of media. The second one is nonverbal communication. Uh, this is typically uh, noted by your body language, gestures, how we dress or act. Remember, I covered part of that. And even our scent. Yes, the way you smell is also a form of communication. As weird as that sounds. Next would be the verbal communication. Uh, sorry, the uh, written communication. Sorry, I already covered verbal. Uh, that would basically be letters, emails, books, magazines, the internet, other media, this podcast. This, uh, in a way, is still considered written communication and even spoken or verbal communication. This is one of those that counts as both. Uh, finally, the last one is visualizations. Okay, That's basically graphs and charts, maps, logos, uh, and any other vis uh, visualizations that can be used to communicate a mes message. This also includes sign language for those who know how to use it. I'm still trying to learn it, but at the moment, I'm not doing all too great, okay? Um, with that being said, the desired outcome or goal of any communication process is basically just understanding uh, what is being presented, okay? The process of interpersonal communication uh, cannot be regarded as a phenomena uh, which simply happens, uh, but should be seen as a process which involves participants basically negotiating their roles in this process, whether uh, consciously or even unconsciously. Okay. Senders and receivers are, of course, vital in communication. Uh, in face-to-face -face communication, the roles of the sender and receiver are not distinct as both parties communicate with each other. So even if in very subtle ways, such as through eye contact or lack thereof, and general body language, this is usually the keen way as to how this uh, communication works. Uh, there are many other subtle ways that we communicate, uh, perhaps even unintentionally, um, with others. For example, the tone of our voice uh, can give clues to our mood or even our emotional state, you know, whilst hand signs or gestures can 
add to a spoken language, like I mentioned before, with the sign language. A spoken message, I'm sorry. In written communication, the sender and receiver are more distinct, and until recent times, relatively, relatively few writers and publishers were very powerful uh, when it came to communicating the written word. So, with that being said, today, we can all write and publish our own ideas online which has led to the explosion of information and communication possibilities. There are endless possibilities. Yeah, okay. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about the communication process. Okay? A message or communication is basically sent by the sender through a communication channel to a receiver or to multiple receivers. Okay? The sender must encode the message, the information being conveyed, uh, into a form that is appropriate to the communication channel that he selected, and the receivers then re decode the messages to understand its meaning and significance. The telegraph being one of the first means of, uh, I guess you say, electrical communication back when Samuel Morse created it, is one of those um, examples of this. Uh, misunderstandings can occur at any stage of the communication process. Keep this in mind. Uh, while the telegraph was very, very useful, it wasn't exactly uh, foolproof, okay? Effective communication involves minimizing potential misunderstandings and overcoming any barriers to communication at each stage uh, in the communication process, okay? Uh, one of the things I'm going to talk about a little bit later is going to be the barriers to effective uh, communication, but we'll get to that when we reach there, Okay. An effective communicator understands their audience, first off, uh, and they choose appropriate communication channels, hones their message to these channels, and then encodes the message to reduce misunderstanding by the receivers. They will also seek out feedback from the receivers as to how the message is understood and then attempt to correct any misunderstandings or confusions as soon as possible. Okay, Receivers can use techniques such as clarification and reflection you know, as effective ways to ensure that the message was sent uh, and has been understood correctly, okay? So basically, the communication process works as follows. The sender sends the message, uh, encoding it through a channel to be decoded by the recipient. The recipient then sends feedback through the same channel, encoding it, and then it gets decoded by the original sender to be able to determine what they said. That's basically how it works, okay? Next would be communication channels. Communication theory states that communication involves a sender and a receiver, or receivers, uh, depending on uh, how it's being conveyed or to whom. Like for me, to you guys. I'm not sending this to one person, I'm sending this to everyone who do, chooses to, to listen. Uh, and in doing this, it's conveying information through a communication channel, okay? And in my case, it would be Anchor. Communication channels in the term uh, given to uh, the way in which we communicate. Uh, it's basically, uh, how do I put this? Let me back up a second here. 
first off, there are multiple communication channels available to us today, okay? And this is understood from what I said previously. Uh, for example, like I said, face-to-face -face telephone calls, text messages, email, internet, uh, especially social media such as Facebook, Twitter, uh, the radio, TV, and even written letters, though not as common, which are still used. Uh, others would be brochures uh, or reports, just to name a few. Now, choosing an appropriate communication channel is vital for effective communication, like I mentioned before, as each communication channel has different strengths and weaknesses. Let me give an example. Uh, broadcasting news of an upcoming event via a written letter might convey the message clearly to one or two individuals, but it's not, uh, it will not be a time or cost-effective way to broadcast a message to a large number of people. Okay, and, but on the other hand, uh, complaining complex technical information is better done via a printed document rather than via a spoken message, since the receiver is able to assimilate the mess, uh, information at their own pace and then revisit the items that they do not fully understand because it's all right there in front of them. Okay, so keep this in mind. Written communication is also useful as a way of recording what has been said. Uh, for example, taking minutes in a meeting um, is one of the main uh, functions. One of the things I'm going to definitely cover is how to uh, how note taking is effective in uh, communication, as well as how to conduct a meeting, uh, as well. And while these don't seem like they're all too important, they are very, very vital to uh, good communication. Okay, so now that I've got that out of the way. Let's go ahead and talk about encoding messages. Okay, all messages must be encoded into a form that can be conveyed by the communication channel chosen for the message. This is understood. We all do this every day when we're transferring abstract thoughts into spoken words or written form. However, other communication channels require different forms of encoding, uh, i.e. Uh, text writing for a report will not work well if broadcasted via a radio program and the short abbreviated text used in text messages would be considered inappropriate if sent via a letter, obviously. Uh, and complex data, data may be best communicated using a graph or chart or other visualizations. You wouldn't exactly present that data in a written text document, and if you did, I honestly doubt anyone would read it, unless they're a technical analysis person who needs all that data versus an actual chart, which gives more detail. Effective communication encodes their, uh, communicators encode their message with their intended audience in mind, as well as the communication channel. This involves an appropriate use of language, you know, conveying the information simply and clearly, anticipating and eliminating likely causes of confusion and misunderstanding, and knowing the receiver's experience in decoding other similar communications. Successful encoding of messages is a vital skill in effective communication. With that being said, unfortunately, it seems that, and I've had a request for this, I'm going to have to cover an, a topic on the importance of plain English. And it's not that it's something that I assume that everyone should have. It's just that the fact that we've gone so far away from what we were originally taught and the way things are in school now that this main topic isn't being carried like it's supposed to... Um, I feel like I need to at least cover it for those who don't know or haven't been taught, more so than the ones who already know who just need a refresher. So with that, next I'm going to talk about the decoding of messages, okay? Once received, the receivers need to decode the message. Successfully decoding is also a vital communication skill, okay? 
People will decode and understand messages in different ways based on any barriers to communication, which might be present uh, their experience and understanding of the context of the message, their psychological state, and the time and place of receipt, as well as many other potential factors. Um, understanding how the message will be decoded and anticipating as many of the potential sources of misunderstanding as possible is the art of a successful communicator. Okay? I want to make sure that's at least understood. Now, let me talk about feedback for a second. Feedback is basically this. Receivers of a message are likely to provide feedback on how they basically have understood the message through both verbal and nonverbal reactions. With this being said, effective communicators pay close attention to this feedback as it is the only way to assess whether the message has been understood as intended and it allows any confusions to basically be corrected. Bear in mind that the extent and form of feedback will vary according to the communication channel used. For example, feedback during a face-to-face -face or telephone conversation will be immediate and direct, whilst feedback to convey mes uh, to messages conveyed via TV or radio will be indirect and may be delayed or even conveyed through other media uh, such as the internet, okay? With this, uh, uh, topics such as reflection, clarification, and giving and receiving feedback are stuff I'm, gonna I'm going to cover in the near future. And I want to go ahead and stress how important they are now before I actually reach them, okay? So... In conclusion, to everything that I basically covered on um, what is communication, uh, being able to communicate effectively is the most important of all life skills, okay? You can learn how to do a dozen different things, especially a lot of the stuff that I've already talked about before, and especially how to be healthy, but if you can't communicate, it makes it harder to go through life. Imagine trying to talk to a person who only speaks Spanish, but you only know English. There is a huge barrier between the two. I'm sure there are still some words between the two that are understood, as I don't properly speak Spanish, but I can understand it because I have studied it for a short period. Uh, there is a slight barrier there, okay? So with that, I thank you for listening. I uh, will be picking it back up with the next topic in my next podcast, which may or may not be too far gone after this one. We're going to cover interpersonal communication skills next. Uh, and with that, have a great rest of your day, and thank you for listening.